Welcome to Chef It. I'm Lisa. I'm a chef. I live and work in Los Angeles, and I cook for the rich and famous. And I typically pose from my car, but today I'm podcasting from the beach. I live in Santa Monica, and I got to say, it's probably one of the best decisions I ever made was to live in places that feel like vacation. (laughs) Um, It's expensive. There's a daily grind you got to do just to like have this in your life. And you, you hope that you can own a piece of it someday. I don't know if that's just hope against hope. Um, but I'll tell you, just, you know, listen, we're only here once. Each day is each day. And I'd rather live it in the way that I feel like is the best way to live. And whatever your idea of a vacation place is, which is like living near an ocean, in the mountains, in a cool city. Um, I feel fortunate I've had like a bunch of those experiences and it's worth every cent, I tell myself, <laughs> as I currently fight for my rental property, which has been purchased by a developer. Um, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see what I can do, how I can manage to keep a hold of maybe even purchase my own place. We'll see what happens. But um, I wanted to talk today just a little bit about coming down from the kitchen. A sort of um, what it looks like to come down from the kitchen and how 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 actually the, the long-term effects of coming down from the kitchen can be really harmful and and why I do believe it is important to you know do what I'm doing right now which is like sit on a beach with coffee which has been a routine for me um most of pardon me most of cooking is is a routine I have a saying I don't know who said it but when I was a kid somebody said practice makes better and I was like oh yeah it's more my speed um wipe away the pressure of being perfect and just get better and that's really just a huge part of cooking which is just you know every time you 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 do any sort of culinary task you're just going to get better at it and then you just you know you you just make your own way and I had a friend once um (laughs) smartest craziest guys who, who said um you know if you dig a hole every day you'll master that hole you'll master that you'll you'll be like the master of digging a hole so I always think about that when I'm cooking and it's just something that's a routine but what we don't master is how to come down from all that madness when you work in restaurants you are working some pretty hectic Hours, So you're either there really early and you're, you know, working into the afternoon and then you, you need some sort of space before you come down to get back to sleep and get back up. And there's a lot of jobs like that. Um, when you're working at night, you're working late into the late hours. Um, sometimes you're, I mean, generally when you're becoming a chef, I would go into work at around 11 and I would get home at about one. Um, your entire life is just on this mission to learn what you're doing. And you just do this for years. This is what you do. And coming down from the kitchen can look like a couple of things. I think if you've read Kitchen Confidential, 
you will understand this. Maybe even if you've watched, like, I don't know. I've had people say that they've watched a lot of these medical shows. Um, forgetting the name of the famous one with, like, Dr. McDreamy or whatever his name is. But where, you know, you just see people that are overtired, that work really weird hours. And that alcohol is, like, the number one go-to. Um, drinking on the line is, like, what a lot of people do. I try to, I tried to avoid that. Not that I hadn't done it, but whatever. Um, that's a bad routine. Drinking. Um, smoking weed. Uh uppers, anything to keep you up. Um, I personally, my upper was coffee (laughs) and I would do like an afternoon espresso, like right after I had some sort of family meal. Um, cigarettes, that's, that really kind of just, you know, just kind of fights off your appetite and you can just keep going. You're just, you know, working on adrenaline and, the reality is, like, you're just being very destructive to your body. Number one, you're working on your feet. And when you're young, your feet don't totally mind. They're like, hey, I got this. Because your brain is so stupid enough to not know that, that you're fucking up your feet. But then, you know, you're lifting and pulling and dragging and grabbing and hoisting and dropping and dipping and like I mean whether it's like constantly squatting into an oven with giant 12 pans full of racks of lamb or sea bass or whatever it is you're pulling out you know giant racks out of the out of the steam oven or inside of a you know pizza oven all night back and forth with a you know pizza peel and all this kind of crap like these and the tongs get into the tongs using the tongs all night you're using these while you're managing a stovetop stacked with like 20 skillets and it's like fire ordering you're just setting up your pants fire and then you're you're firing like three fish two steak you're just you know you're going through this motion with all the sides and things that go with it using tongs you're your whatever dominant hand you have is is going to be really exhausted and it's surprising when you start to go numb or have the tingling or things like that you know you're like oh wow what's going on with me can I continue doing this do I have carpal tunnel is the first thing you worry about you go see a doctor and they tell you to stop doing it and then you're like this is what I do and all that sort of stuff and you're just burning the midnight oil because you're young, you're with a bunch of people, you're usually of drinking age, and you're going to gla- grab, you know, a Heineken on the line, um, or in my case, I was really fortunate to have some really awesome wines, so t- at least I turned it into some sort of, you know, wine tasting, <laughs> having allocated Kistler and, you know, all kinds of amazing things that you know, bottles that were open on the line that the chef would say, great night, everybody, grab a glass of this. Let's, let's try this together. Um, those are, that's an important part of cooking, but it's when you take it to the bar late at night and, you know, you're trying to be social and you're cute and everybody's cute and everybody's trying to get together and have a life outside of your job. And then you go home and you either do a pass out 
and you don't realize you're hungry or you're eating burgers and fries and pizza and Taco Bell and you're living in a fast food nation essentially (laughs) because that's what you've got you know you're all day cooking you might be making the most beautiful summer salads the most healthy delicious vibrant food on this planet and then you're eating a cheeseburger at midnight with the staff we used to send Armando out <clears throat> at one of the restaurants at La Medonia. We like slip Armando five bucks. Everybody would be like, hey, Armando. Or, you know, someone would send him a 20 and say, like, could you just go wipe out the last of the Burger King? Like, they're going to close in five minutes. Just like grab whatever they have. And, you know, he'd come back with some bags of stuff. And that was it. You just sit around and eat that and then head over to Big Al's. We'd go over to the pub, Rudy's, whatever spot was like happening, hang out with a bunch of rich, dot, rich uh, young dot comers, and uh, it's great. <laughs> it's amazing. But that's fine when you're younger. When you get older, you need a different routine. And older, I mean like in your 30s. You need to start recognizing that. Your health is really important if you really plan on be, uh, be either whether whatever process you're in the chef process, but you need to have a different routine that really helps you sustain your career. Um, I have been on all sides of the spectrum where I've worked myself so hard that I actually had adult onset asthma, I broke into hives. Um, high fevers, you know, working on the line late at night, <clears throat> sick as a dog, never taking a day off because that's not what you do. There's a really brutal culture. It's very competitive. And I always compare it to being an athlete in that, you know, we're not actually healthy as much as we are just really competitive um, with other restaurants and with like our own selves. Like th- that's how I compare it to being like, you know, you want to be like the fastest runner. You, every day you're like, how much better can I be at this? Practice makes better. It's a state of mind. It's positive, but it's also like you're really using your body as a tool. You have to use your body as a place of calm and reflection as well. And you have to use your body as a place of nourishment. Now, we're so busy nourishing other people, grabbing burgers at the end of the night, really bad habits to get into. If you want to get fat, if you ever see like fat chefs, that's what they're doing. They're eating all the wrong things. And I know that sounds like body shaming and some people just have larger bodies and that's not for me to say, but let's be real. We don't have to even mention that. Like people can recognize that if you are not in a healthy lifestyle and you're drinking a ton of beer and eating fries at two in the morning and that's your pattern throughout your 20s and your 30s, you're not going to be looking so hot. You're going to feel like shit and you're not going to be in any space to be working into your 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, like, let's be real. You're so tired trying to become something. There's you're hoping that you're going to have some big break, but that doesn't always happen. My big break was becoming a private chef. 
And that was really hard too. <laughs> I did a lot of partying with that as well. Um, just because you're working so late. Next thing you know, you're like, I'll have a margarita. I'll have some chips and salsa. It's like midnight. I'm going to have a martini too. Why not? You know, I'm not going to drive. I'll just crash out here and like start all over again tomorrow. I have, I have, you know, all my chef coats are pressed. You know, everything's ready to go. That's not sustainable. It's fun. I think it's necessary to have a little bit of fun, but like, it's just, you got to recognize that's not a routine. So I always had a healthy routine, which actually was also not a healthy routine. So, um, I was a runner and I would run five or six miles every single day. And after that, I would like really, really, really protein load. That was just something I wasn't trying to be thin or anything. I was just, that was just my way of releasing my stress. Like running was a meditation. Unfortunately, like I'm running all day in a kitchen too. So it's kind of like a recipe for disaster for me. Really just hurt my knees, my back, my neck, but it was good for my mind and it was good for me. And it was something that really kind of like got me through it and then when I joined a running group in San Francisco the San Francisco firefighters running group there's two of them one's really big and annoying we were in the smaller cool one which was just like really chill people who were super like lefty political people it was great we would run um we'd meet at Stowe Lake in San Francisco and oh god I miss those days you have no idea We meet at 9, 9 a.m. This is when I was a private chef, so I had more time in my life. I'd left the restaurant, and then I had more of, like, a real life, right? And we'd meet at 9. We'd do, like, this hour run at Martin Luther King. We'd go all the way out to the beach. I sometimes wouldn't do that because I was too tired um, or as a weakling, as some of them would tease me. And I mean, I ran with some really amazing runners and they would like push all the way out to the beach, um, to Pacific Beach. But I would do like a lot of trail running and like run back through um, the other side of the park. And it was just, it was like a dream. It was so fun. Then we'd end it with like a huge breakfast. And that routine is probably one of the few reasons like I can still do what I do. It put me in a space of understanding too that you need community. You need a place to be in the morning. You need nature. And you need exercise. Now, some people might be at the gym, whatever that, but you will have a community there. And I used to do that too. And so like two days a week, I would be at the gym and I had a community there too. And, you know, it's, it's just really important though, to be in a routine that is positive. Now, I for me the most positive routine I can have is making sure I'm rested. So trying to get that 8 hours in, milking out that eking out that little extra bit in the morning where you just feel like you just have a little time for yourself as you lay in bed and get yourself mentally set. Um it's really easy to be frazzled and when you wake up by whatever's going on in our world, whatever's going on in your head about your job, whatever insecurities you have or whatever, if your boss is like harassing you about something or, you know, you 
are worried about some mistakes that you made in the kitchen last night or something didn't go right, you just have to give yourself a pass when you wake up. It's a new day. I'm here. I'm still here. There are worse things in the world. There are crazy things happening in the world. I've got this today. This is my, this is my space. I'm going to be okay. Get up. I like to get up and just drink a massive glass of water with lemon or cider, um, apple cider mint or something that like is stimulating for your, for everything. It's good for your adrenals, good for your, your, um, system. It's good. It's a good way to wake up and, um, always have my coffee and just vibe out your day. Like just have either a place where you can go be involved, like whether it's like just walking in your neighborhood with a cup of coffee in your hand, um, going to a coffee shop somewhere, hanging out at a cafe somewhere, just have something for your morning. Um, my recommendation, and I know now I'm being specific and personal, like I would not watch TV unless there's something like really important, like an impeachment going on. <laughs> I mean, I would really just try and have like, even if it's just 45 minutes to an hour, I think it's really important to have that much time outside sitting outside with your coffee, sitting outside with your tea, with your kombucha, whatever it is, just try and, and, and just create a healthy space for yourself. And of course, I'm going to recommend meditation. <laughs> I don't always do it. I go through phases where I'm like really like tied in. And when I'm doing it, that's when actually when I feel the best. I feel like my production is everything that I achieve in that day is even brighter. If that makes any sense, just try it. Um, I know I'm happier when I'm doing things like that. Uh, I don't have any pets. I know if you have pets, it's a great thing to do too. It can get you out early in the morning. I also think that pets can be whatever kind of pet you have and whatever kind of pet owner you are. Cause not everybody is great with pets. Let's be honest. Not everybody knows how to walk a dog or be with a dog or whatever. And I've seen people where it's just destructive to their life to be quite honest people like to think that having animals in your life is supposed to be keeping you in the present moment and giving you love it's not always the case you know if you have an animal that's like unruly or you know like you can't afford it or you can't take care of this animal that can add like a lot of stress to your life um and instead of having some peace you know, you're just adding some drama. Just try to look at like why you're doing things. That's what I try to do. Um, I love animals. I work in, I work with animals every day. Like all my clients always have pets and I just love them and I love kids too, but I just, I don't have either of those in my personal life. Um, I don't have kids. I don't have dogs and that's a personal choice. Um, so I am coming from a more like solo perspective. So some of you might have kids and you don't really have the time to do what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you, carve out something in your day. Take your kids with you in the morning. I'm like, I don't know, sit in the back patio, sit on your doorstep. Make something yours that's calming. Um, Don't overstretch. Hydrate, that's what I say don't overstretch don't be like pushing like I know that when you're when we're so we're used to as chefs we're used to like pushing our bodies 
and like you're doing every action you make you're not kind of like relaxing into your actions you're like grabbing oven doors you're when you grab a <clears throat> oven door and you grab a um a walk-in door or a reach-in or a low boy or whatever like there's a suction to the door and you're really pulling hard um you got to put all your weight into it and then you take that into your regular life like I'm also a bike rider and I'm not a cyclist I don't do that stuff but like just I would like ride a bike every day everywhere as well um that's very freeing, by the way. Just having the wind in your hair. It's just like such a release. Also surfing, if you live near the beach like I do. That's, I can only imagine. I don't surf, but I, just being there, it's just it's remarkable. But <clears throat> I would ride my bike like I was opening a low boy. Like just gripping and holding and pushing. And I'm like, it just took me a while to figure out, like, I don't need to be behaving like that. I need to, like, on my time off... I need to just relax into my body. I need to just breathe deep. If I'm opening my own fridge, I don't need to open it like, you know, I got to grab 20 steaks to get back on the line because I got orders. You don't need to be doing that. You just need to like, and then try to take that into your work life. Um, using tongs on the line try to get your fish spatula out there your tuning fork get little things spoon get your you know get your beautiful mercer spoon out there do whatever you got to do like find a new way to use your tools and to like really just sit back in your heels rest back into your body stand tall stand straight center yourself i had a, a teacher a baking and pastry teacher um chef um What's his name? R- 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 What's his name? I'm sure, my friend Max would remember. He remembers every single thing. I'm always, I'm always blanking. Um, he used to say, "Front and center, at your cutting board, at your stove, always front and center." That means like, it's kind of like you, you know, when I watch, um, when you watch a basketball player, you know, shooting, taking a shot from the line. Uh, free throw that's exactly what you're thinking front and center and then just kind of relax into your body and even when you're working the line and you're like dipping and diving and all that kind of, you're always like core like that's you're you're working from that area all the time all the time so I would say like the best thing you can do is kind of just try to chill the fuck out and let your muscles be calm during the day like even right now I'm holding this phone <laughs> it feels painful to hold a phone because I'm holding a knife all day and bowls and cutting boards and you know like my arms hurt this is like all we do like people who cook at home who cook for fun are like oh I want to be a chef oh, it's so funny how do you know it's so tiring I'm like you don't it's like we don't do it one day a week or two or three days a week it's like what we do to make money it's like how we live and yes, we're lucky we get to do something we love. And yes, we're proud of what we do. And we're excited to learn more and blah, blah. But at the end of the day, our body is not that excited about it. <laughs> okay. Your neck. Your neck is not excited about it. Your shoulders are not excited about it. Your, your mid-back is pissed off. Your low back is pissed off. Okay. 
You know what's pissed off? Your calves. They're fucking angry. Your ankles are pissed. Your Achilles tendon is pissed off. Give them a break in the morning. Hydrate. And then eat something really healthy. Eat some oatmeal. Put some fresh fruit on that thing. Some berries. Some peaches. Some maple syrup. Yeah, put some butter on it. Whatever. Whatever kind of milk you're into. Just just do it. Get into a routine with that. Get into a routine with having some level of nourishment. The perfect egg scramble with leftover broccoli. Whatever. Get that meal into your body before you start your day. Now, I don't eat till late. and Like, it's already, what, 10 o'clock and I haven't eaten. This is, like, pretty typical for me. I'm not, like, a rise eater, like, rise and shine, let's eat. I'm a rise and shine. I need a glass of water <clears throat> and I need, um, I need a coffee. And I'm telling you, just even now, just that cough tells me that I'm dehydrated and it's time for me to eat. Like, I'm just so tuned into this shit now. So treat your body like you're an athlete. That's how you come down from the kitchen because you got to start all over again. Recognize that you are on your feet. You're in higher temperature space, an enclosed space typically. You've got burners rolling, ovens are going. You've got a lot of noise. You've got loud music during dinner service, maybe throughout your day. I don't know. You've got a hood with like a sound all day. Find moments of peace during your day, but at the end of the night, if you want to have a couple beers or a drink, don't do that shit every night. I'm going to tell you right now, and there are a lot of people who would argue with me, even my friend who's a trainer who like drinks a bottle of wine every night, don't do that to yourself. Just don't, don't do it. Drink a kombucha. Drink some tea. Make a, make a Nicaraguan piña tea. I'm going to give you guys this recipe. It's so delicious. My friend Norma makes this. She's Nicaraguan. You take the, buy a nice pineapple or two, peel off the skin, put this into a big pot of water, do this on your day off, <clears throat> or do this in the morning when you get up, and stew these pineapple skins with a stick of canela, a stick of cinnamon, with um, a piece of ginger, sliced up and a piece of turmeric sliced up and if you don't have that on hand you can just use like dried turmeric you know just put a teaspoon in a tablespoon in and the same with um ginger and just make a tea with that bottle that thing up put it into a couple jars or whatever you have pitcher and just sip on that It's, it's got all these you know healing antioxidant things that help with all the inflammation that your body's going to have from working out like an athlete but not getting the massage and training of an athlete it's going to help you it's one thing you can do um drinking is the devil (laughs) not a christian nutcase just telling you it's evil for your body it's just sugar this shit fucks you up Coming home and eating ice cream every night, maybe not a good idea either. You know, it's like there are times where you want to emotionally eat, which is usually every night when you're a chef. Um, 
But you gotta create a new way of doing that. Because you're not gonna be... You're gonna be shit at what you do. You're gonna be shit at what you do. And you're gonna die. Like, you're gonna take off, like, 20 years of your life. And even worse, what would be great is if you could just die. (laughs) But that's not what happens. You know, what happens is, like, you get cancer. You get some weird-ass intestinal problems. You have back problems, you have all these other the issues that are expensive that need chiropractory and acupuncture which work by the way and you're going to be on medications you're going to have high cholesterol and all this other bullshit that you know high blood pressure and all this stuff and then so you gotta like suffer and be broke and like go through all the mental crisis and emotional crisis and physical crisis when really you should just like not be drinking every night like do it up once in a while sometimes if you're socializing with people whatever just try to get a hold of yourself that's all I'm saying it's not you're not gonna help yourself having a bag of chips and then you know drinking vodka every night that's gonna that's gonna fucking ruin your life Um, I know I used to do it. (laughs) I used to do it in a way that was like so cultured and fun and I, I kind of don't regret it. I'm not going to lie. I used to go to Joe Miller's and like have a glass of red wine after work and he would make us this, you know, like shiitake ravioli dish or whatever. And we'd share a burger, me and my, my buddy, we used to work together my buddy Larry and so like that was our routine we met a lot of friends and there was a lot of partying I spent a lot of money didn't save a lot of money um I made a lot of friends but I was smart enough to stop because some of those people are still doing that and they're just they've moved on from like having you know a glass of wine and a martini or once in a while having a martini to like every night now is a martini it's not healthy and it's not just one martini because then you go to two and you go to three and then you're smoking weed. And then you're like having a bottle of wine plus a martini. Nobody, nobody wants to, it's a way to live your life. Some people can pull it off because they're sitting at a desk. I guess they can take a nap. I don't know what people do in their other work lives. All I know is what I need to do in my work life. I'm 50 fucking two years old and I still work eight hour to 10 hour to 15 hour days as a chef. And that's going to take a lot a lot of self-care emotional mental and physical trust me you're gonna want to start your day off with a delicious smoothie with coconut water frozen bananas some blueberries some acai which I'm about to go back and make throw a little protein in there some collagen God knows you're gonna need all kinds of things you're gonna want to drink some uh, magnesium fizz either in the morning or at night before you go to bed to help you sleep and to feed your muscles so one of the things I love about living near the beach is there is a lot of magnesium um, and it's really nice to just like put my feet in the water my feet love it but you know, I'm also like breathing in all this nourishing air Again, like you don't realize what you're getting by being in nature. It's like a space that our bodies and our muscles like and our hearts and our minds and everything was responding to. Get that going as a part of your life. Make better decisions. Um, I didn't 
you really mean for this to be like such a like do this podcast do it um I was gonna just talk more about like how hard it is to come out of the kitchen like as you know you don't eat all day usually you're so overtired and you're so emotional that all your choices are emotionally bent you know you like date the wrong guy or woman or whatever you're doing you're like arguing with just weird people you're getting involved in other people's madness you don't know how to handle drama because you're overtired and you know you're you know boozing it up and eating whatever it's just like it's a, it's a recipe for hell for your own personal hell so you're going to do most of this anyways. You're going to learn this on your own. But I'm just going to say maybe there's a little takeaway where you can say, yeah, maybe I should get back into that running. Or I used to do that morning swim. Or take a walk around the block. Go to a beautiful neighborhood. And on your day off, rest. I used to do this crazy brunch thing. And power brunching with friends like yeah let's do this we're in a manmosa or whatever you know it's fun you can't just you do need time you need time away from people like read a book one of my favorite things to do every morning and this is me this is not everybody i read the newspaper and i used to get the new york times on my doorstep because i think it's an excellent paper and i love their wednesday food section and i would save it for like a day off to read it and i would read like gourmet magazine which no longer exists but there's other things you can read now everything's online so i feel like technology is also very scattered and stressful because you don't get the focus you get when you're reading a paper because you're super distracted by like oh you know what I wanted to look up this oh yeah oh shit I should check my bank account so you're like in this other reality and then all of a sudden you're not like in your own reality when you're reading a newspaper you're in real time I do think that's a that's a sad thing about our society we're kind of missing like how beautiful that can be but I do think it's important to have like just a little custom in the morning like I have my coffee at my New York Times for a few minutes I head down to the beach most days if I'm not really exhausted if not then I'll like hang out in my chair at my table and I always put my feet up and just try to be quiet I talk to my mom I love to chat with her um, sometimes I'll go sit on the doorstep and I like hang out with some of my neighbors um, know your neighbors, know people, help them out. Be a part of like all the old neighbors in your neighborhood. I'm telling you, these people have some shit to share with you. Just like I'm sort of medium old and I'm sharing all the shit with you. Know some old people and do something nice for people. Be kind. That's just like a great way to go into your space, in your uh, kitchen space. Headspace. <clears throat> That's also a very good app, Headspace and the Calm app. Now, I think the Headspace might like offer some discounts so go there the other app is maybe too pricey for like a lion cook or something but you don't need to do that you can just sit down breathe deeply set your phone for like two minutes just do two minute like just sit down somewhere quiet and just breathe deep and just let your mind like release whatever negative thoughts or weird thoughts or whatever just let it go don't judge yourself and then um, 
just get into those good practices. Now, I know this was a very scattered conversation because I'm overtired. So what your experience is, is actually, maybe I didn't even need to describe it because you're actually experiencing it, experiencing it by being a part of my podcast. All right, guys, I'm going to go home, pack up my stuff and head to NorCal for four days and just unplug, disconnect for a little bit and spend time with family and feel grateful that um, I get to do any of these things. All right, be safe, take care, wear a mask. And uh, I was trying to think of like a positive way to end my podcast and I was thinking maybe I need a phrase, something that's like be honored to, you know what I'm gonna say? It's an honor just want to say it's an honor. It's an honor to share your thoughts. It's an honor to help others. It's an honor to to be here. Until next time.